Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to episode number four, at least I think it's number four, of Xbox One-on-One. Uh, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Uh, this is obviously, if you're new to the channel, this is, yes, an Xbox program, but it's a little different than many of the shows or the live shows that I do weekly. Uh, we do occasionally talk about gaming news. We do occasionally even review games like I did with uh, Pong Soul last week where we talked about the medium by Bloober Team where we give our impressions and, of course, our end review. Uh, but normally, uh, this is a new program to the weekly shows that I wanted to do to highlight up-and-coming games for the Xbox Series X and S. And we have two really big ones to talk about today. And uh, I, I did some recording. I got some Hive Buster DLC uh, in the background playing. So you can check out. If you have not seen that DLC, you're going to get at least an hour and ten minutes of it Um and uh, first of all, let me welcome the cog that keeps the Xbox Factor podcast and Xbox one-on-one going each and every week. Please welcome Zemi the Brave. Each and every week, unless there is a uh, scary game that there you're talking you go. about. Or, or, or that you need to play to really be on the show, and then I just won't be there. Uh, but yeah, man, dude, I'm super excited to be here. Um, that intro that you just played, uh, maybe you played it last week, did you? Yes. Okay, so I wasn't here, so I didn't see it. And I was like, wow, look at that. It's a new <laughs> intro. That looks so cool. Why I didn't did. Boom tell me that he's going to play you know the new what? intro? I can't believe I didn't show you that. I thought you saw that already. No, I I, I hadn't, but it, uh, it looks really, really good. And uh, shout out to, uh, what's his name again? Danero Panero. Danero he Panero. He does a real deal. Yes, yeah, he is. He does a great job on that, man. Uh, but yeah, dude, I'm super excited to be here. And uh, this Hivebuster de- uh, video that you're showing is really good. I really enjoy playing through that myself. Yes, it is probably some of the best DLC to come to Xbox in a very long time. Obviously, as you can tell, now mind you, this this was recorded in 1080p, folks. Uh, this wasn't even recorded in 4K because obviously uh, the the Elgados uh, they they uh, they that's what they record on and that's what we're able to put and you can imagine that if you're playing this on your Xbox Series X it looks absolutely insane. Uh, this this again this is you know Zemi and I were talking prior to uh, going live and obviously this is not a really part of the topics but I I thought we'd bring it up as we wait for people to kind kind of file in before we get into the games we're going to talk about. Um, I'm hoping that what we saw in this DLC from the coalition in Hive Busters is a new ideology for Microsoft as a a video game business. And and I say that with the idea that uh, these smaller, you know, you know, Gears 5 came out and and it's a big, it's a big to do. Gears 5, I thought, again, my favorite is still always going to be two for a lot of reasons, but I have to say that uh, Gears 5 checked a huge amount of boxes for me, uh, and I was very, very happy to uh, to have beaten that game uh, I, 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 twice. I played it, played through it twice, I'm, and I think I'm missing one or two collectibles, which I'm pissed about, um, but I'm hoping that with many of the big games we have coming out, uh, for instance, like Halo uh, Infinite coming out. Now, we did hear um uh that uh the leak that 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 someone posted about side stories 
uh, being in the game at one point or another uh, could be considered something small, small little uh, set pieces like this where they're, you know, three to six hour DLCs. I would love that. And I think the community would as well. Uh, Zemi, you had a good thought. You said this this kind of um, <clears throat> DLC could definitely keep people subscribed to Game Pass outside of the yeah. games that are in there. And why is that? Yeah, I mean, you know, just the way I look at it, you know, we talked about this before the show, of course. But the way the way that I kind of look at it is, you know, it's just little you know, uh, snippets of content that just nobody has any ideas, you know, is, is coming. And it's kind of like the loot crate effect of, you know, I, I, I think a big contributing factor of why that service uh, did so well whenever it first came out, um, that you, you don't exactly always know what you're going to get, right? Like Hive, like this Hive Buster DLC came out, you know, and, and it wasn't really, you know, uh, a, you know, it wasn't really advertised, you know, a, you know, a lot, right? It wasn't really marketed a ton. Uh, and it just kind of came out on a whim and, and, you know, the community was so excited for it. And I think if they, you know, continue making, you know, like, you know, content like this, single player content, maybe even multiplayer content that's similar to this or, you know, whatever, and have it be that surprise, it, you know, it might lead to the same uh, factor that Loot Crate had, you know, along the lines of, uh, subscribers are going to stay subscribed because they never know what is coming or what month they may get this uh, this special Halo Infinite uh, story DLC kind of thing, right? Um, which I think is uh, really really interesting. It's fun, and um, yeah, I, I you know I for sure like it. I I, I would love to see Xbox uh, continue doing uh, content like this. You know, the, you know little bite size uh, DLC stories. Uh, I really, really enjoyed um, this for Gears 5. I hope that they do uh, another one for Gears 5. Um, yes. Maybe they will. Probably, maybe not. I don't I don't know. But, uh, you know, even if they don't do this again for Gears 5, I would want to... I definitely want to see this repeated for future franchises. I mean, we're talking Fable, right? Yes, like, exactly. how That's amazing yeah, would yeah. it be? For sure. Um, Halo. You know, all sorts. I mean, even potentially um, Avowed or, you know, Elder Scrolls, uh, Elder Scrolls um, 6, whenever that releases. I, I just think like content like this that you really don't know is coming. It doesn't really have a lot of information behind it. They don't really spend a whole lot of time marketing uh, is really, really exciting because, you know, it's like a little surprise uh, during the month for Game Pass subscribers. Yes, absolutely, and I, I I'll say this: um, this this is uh, what I I think what I appreciated about this DLC more than any of the other DLCs that come before it. You know, like you had in Gears Two and Three, was the fact that these are relatively unknown characters, mm-hmm. and you get a story built around the trio here, and uh, it's 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 what I want to see Microsoft continue to do. Uh, and like I said, I, I hope that when we get Halo Infinite later on, uh, it, it, you know, it, hopefully they do launch it like I was uh, predicting uh, on November 15th of 2021 to celebrate the, uh, you know, 20th anniversary of both Master Chief and the actual franchise that we do get, uh, you know, because supposedly it's a 10 year plan for Halo Infinite. Uh, and, and, and and that's a little uh, that's a, that's a little um, a little risky to say that. Because obviously, are we ever you know, going to get a, 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 a no a, a Halo Six or Seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we might not. But if if they can incorporate these kinds of small stories within the open uh, arcing, you know, continuation of what Halo Infinite becomes, I think that would be great, for, not only for us as gamers, but the franchise as a whole. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, and going off road a little bit here, uh, you know, you mentioned how, you know, uh, Halo Infinite is apparently a 10 year long project. You know, I don't know how much of that I believe I'm going to be honest, uh, because we we hear that a lot and, and rarely does it ever come true. Then again, you know, uh, you know, for Xbox, what they've shown us, you know, these last few years, um, I mean, it, it could definitely be true. Um, but but I, I am still a little bit hesitant on on how long they are going to continue supporting new content and uh, stuff for for uh, for Halo. I mean, because we I think we heard that with Destiny One whenever that first came out. Yep, sure of course did. that didn't pan out, and and we, I think we've heard it for you know a few other games as well, and it just never really uh, panned out uh, from at least the games that I've heard of. Yeah, again, it's 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 a it's a little risky throwing yourself out there for you know that we're gonna do uh, a ten year thing. But with yeah. that said, you know you never know, and obviously they're they're. I'm hoping that um, I, I know that people hate to hear games as a service that you've ruined my you know my chocolate by putting peanut butter in there. How dare you? But I think that um, what I would like to see happen is. A continued story. Of course, there's going to be an end. There's going to be an end game, so to speak, to uh, Halo Infinite. Now, whether that is with the death of Atriox or the actual fight with his lieutenant first before you get to the big bad, uh, and it winds up playing out like a trilogy over the course of the next few years, I I'm, I don't know what they're going to do. I just want the game to be good, and I think that you know I think we're going to get it. Definitely going to get it. But you know what? Let's let's get into why we're here. Yeah. Uh, now again, previewing these games that we're doing, some are going to be AAA bo- blockbusters. Eventually, we're going to talk about Halo Infinite when there's some new information to talk about. Uh, but today, we're talking about two smaller titles, uh, and the game that I picked that we'll get to second. I want I want Zemi to go first on this. Is The Ascent by Neon Giant Games. Uh, this is uh, Diablo style, um, asymmetric, um, you know, oh, uh, you know, the uh, four player co op cyberpunk RPG with twin stick shooter. I, it, it, it's it's a lot in them in the mouth there for sure. Uh, I do have four minutes of footage that I pulled directly from Neon Giants uh, um, YouTube. And I, and I will throw it up on the screen when we get to it so you can see exactly why you should be excited about this game. But I want to talk about what Zemi had picked. And I didn't know nothing about this game until you sent me the show notes. And I watched a couple of videos on it. And I'm like, okay, now this looks interesting. Now, it may not be everyone's game, but it certainly looks like it's telling a very unique uh, story that I think it will grab people. Uh, why don't you take it away and tell us what game you picked? Yeah, I and and I agree with you. I don't think it is going to be a game for everyone. Um, but uh, for you know, for this week, I chose uh, the last stop from Veritable State. Uh, it's a third-person narrative adventure game set in present-day London. Uh, the story follows three main characters who world whose worlds uh, collide amid a supernatural crisis. Uh, role-playing as these three characters, you uh, will make choices to shape um, or you know. Uh, you will make choices in, in your conversations that, uh, you know, shape the world as a whole and, you know, will change the story. Um, 
you know, each of these uh, playable characters uh, sound really, really fleshed out, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, you know, and, and, and they all seem to have very strong motives and backgrounds. Um, the three characters that you're going to be playing as in this game uh, are Donna, a spaced out high schooler who feels trapped by her stifling home life and overprotected uh, over big sister. John, an overworked middle-aged single dad burdened uh, with debt and, his, uh, and the pressures of being a uh, only parent. And Mina, a ruthlessly ambitious professional who struggles to find the same satisfaction with her family that she does in the thrill of her work. Uh, so all of it, um, characters yeah. from different, you know, um, you know, structures in society. Um, the last stop is also fully voice acted with um, several hours of dialogue from a talented cast. I really find this extremely interesting as Variable State's last game, Virginia, had no voice acting at all. Um, wow. yeah. Um, so, you know, not, not a tremendous amount of detail here, but, uh, whenever I do see this game, I cannot help but be excited. I, I, you know, I'm not sure how familiar you are with this franchise boom, uh, with variable state, uh, with Virginia, but their last and only other title Virginia was, a, was an absolutely amazing game made on a really, really tight budget. Uh, I, I, I think I might've played it Virginia. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't wait to see what the studio is capable of doing. Uh, but boom, how do you feel about this game? You know, did you go and watch some trailers? Uh, and do you think that this is something that you might be interested in getting, man? Well, you know what? I did watch some of the trailers and uh, the game again, uh, I, I will say this. The game isn't going to be for everyone, but that does not does mm -hmm. not mean that it's not going to be an award winning uh, title that is beloved uh, like Virginia was. Sure. I, I, th I think that what the story they're trying to tell is unique. Uh, I think that if you are a fan of uh, telltale type of uh, of of. Yeah of experiences and, and, and life is strange as well. Well, yes. Very and then, you know what? That's a good, good, good on you for reminding yeah. me about that. Yes. If you are a fan of life of strange, and I think that's, I think that's, it's more closer to that mm -hmm. than it is any of the telltale for sure. Especially about the artwork. Um, tell me why is another one that it reminded me of, for sure. instance, uh, I, I'm interested. Like I didn't finish. Tell me why I got through the first, um, uh, the, the first, uh, release and i have the other two and i i have to finish the story because i actually was really interested in the two characters the brother and the sister yeah. and uh there, there was some supernatural stuff there there certainly was something there um and this over here when you when it piqued my interest when they started talking about this potential for some supernatural behavior in this game so it's a game that i'm going to play but what's interesting is i believe this is going into xbox game pass day and date yeah, I believe it is as well. And, and you know, of course, like like with your game uh, that you chose, The Ascent, uh, there is no set release date yet. We do know or we have been told that it is coming in 2021. Uh, but yeah, and, and you know, for it to go into Game Pass, um, tremendous value, right? Uh, it just, you know, and, and I think it's going to be ultimately really, really good for this game. A lot of people... I, you know, really did not play Virginia, right? They, you know, for a lot of people, it's a very unknown t uh, title. I, I picked it up on sale for, I think, five bucks uh, one year. Um, and, and so, you know, this going into Game Pass, I think, is really, really good for Variable State because more people are going to get their eyes on it, uh, which I think is tremendous. Um, but, you know, you did say that you did play Virginia, correct? Yes, I, I started it. I'm looking at okay. the screenshots of it now. Yeah, I did start it. I didn't finish it, though. Got you. 
Well, one thing that that game did that impressed me so much is their story. Their storytelling was so unique in the sense that there was no dialogue at all. Right. It was all environmental storytelling and, and storytelling uh, told through the body language of the characters. Right. And, and, and that was so interesting. And of course, they did that because the game was on a budget. They didn't have, you know, uh, the money for voice actors, but they really pulled that off. And that's what one thing that gets me really, really excited about The Last Stop is that they were able to make a very, very good game with no voice acting uh, that told, uh, you know, a story that I really cared about and really, you know, hit my heartstrings. Um, so I can't wait to see what they are able to do with more funding and actual voice acting this time. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, they, they, they it was an indie darling, Virginia, and it, and mm -hmm. and they made money because I think the game is basically available everywhere, and everywhere that it that it went, people were raving about it simply because it did tell a very very unique and heartfelt story, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that they probably were able to acquire enough money from that release to produce what they're putting out now. And uh, with, 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 you know, with the success of a game, obviously the production levels are going to potentially go up in the second one. Um, and uh, do we know if for sure if the game is fully voice acted for the second for, for um, the game you picked? I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be stages like in every game where, you know, there's there's no voice acting. You know what I mean? Um, like, you know, along the lines of just, you know, like intentionally. Right. Like two characters are just looking at each other, you know, to raise up suspense or something. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, it's it's supposed to be, you know, fully voice acted the same way that uh, Life is Strange or a Telltale game would be um, from from what I've uh, from my research, from what I've seen with it. Um, this is also another game that like 12 Minutes, uh, the game that, you know, um, I was talking about in the second episode of Xbox One on One uh, is published by Anna Purna uh, Publishing. You, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, I, I yes. can never pronounce their name. Um, but they seem to be publishing a lot of these smaller, more story-driven uh, kind of games. And I think that that's probably also where quite a little bit of funding uh, for this project came from as well. I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly possible. There's no doubt about it. I mean, obviously, you know... The studio made its name on its first game. I, I'm hoping that they see the same same exact success as they saw with Virginia. And do do you expect that with this title? Because obviously, if you know if it's a, it's a new studio, Zemi, like for instance, we've never heard of them. People are going to be apprehensive. Well, it's in Game Pass, so I'll give it a shot. But mm -hmm. they may or may not want to tr even bother looking into it simply because it's not their genre. But when you say, well, these are this game is from the makers of Virginia, people might be like, oh, man, I remember Virginia, and now I have to play this game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if enough people played Virginia for it to be, you know, for, for them to really gain a lot of, like, uh, engagement just off of that title, right? Off of their past work with that. Um, but where I think they're they're set to be the strongest is that it will be in game pass that it is a game that is you know somewhat similar to you know uh life is strange or like these telltale games which a lot of people really really enjoy and and i think you know with a little bit of marketing with some advertisement to let people you know know uh and and then of course by word of mouth and it being in game pass i think that it has great potential to be a very successful title for them 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think we're, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think that what you're going to what what I think we're seeing with Xbox Game Pass, and I think I've seen this more times than not. Uh, and I think I and you know what you know what let's let's get the chat involved in this. First of all, let me shout out the the, the sheriff known as Lethal Papa keeping these streets safe each and every podcast. Thank you for your, all of your hard work there, Lethal Papa. And of course, I want to thank the, uh, wow, we got 130 people here. That's pretty cool. Uh, again, this is, I don't expect a lot of views for this show um, because it is a little different. Uh, and I, I would imagine that when we start talking about Hellblade and, and, and Fable and, you know, Perfect Dark and a few of the other big games mm-hmm. that we may get more views or more people in the chat, um, but you know, obviously, you know, this is an Xbox exclusive podcast, uh, and, and, and you know what we might in fact be talking about a game that you're like, oh, I didn't really know about that, but I do, what I want to do is obviously we have two small topics, which of course is Zemi's, which he went first. And we were talking about, uh, the ascent, uh, in, in a little bit, but uh, there are a lot of people asking, uh, Zemi, uh, did we see the new picture of Senua that was posted by Ninja Theory? And I do have that picture. I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna load it up here. Give me a second to load this up because um, I think we, we 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 can you know before we talk about the ascent, mm-hmm. uh, actually talk about the the Senua picture because it does it it's pretty epic at least in my opinion. Um, and I think it does show a huge difference from um, what we saw on the Game Awards. Um, but you know, if you, while I do that, um, what, what else are you expecting from this game? First of all, you, you obviously did the research on it. How long is, uh, is the last stop? You know, I, I actually did not see any, uh, any information on, you know, like the time span uh, on the time span. Um, you know, one, one thing that I did kind of keep, um, seeing, you know, somewhat repeated and I also kind of noticed this from the trailer as well is that it is definitely a drama title, right? Like okay. there's going to be, you know, it's it, like, I think it's definitely going to be a game that hits your emotions. Um, and, and that's not too shocking as Virginia kind of did the same thing. Um, but but you know it, it does have you know cartoony uh, graphics very similar to um, what they did in Virginia also very similar to Life is Strange uh, but but it is I think going to have a a somewhat deep story with uh, with you know uh, you know uh, emotional meaning you know and, and you know an impactful story behind it and I think that there is going to be quite a bit of drama uh, in in the game as well. Uh, which I absolutely uh, love whenever I'm playing, um, you know, any uh, any single player game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, listen it, it, again. W- the wonderful thing about gaming, uh, especially games like this, is that they're 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 constructed so they could be digestible. And whether that's uh, four hours, six hours, eight yep. hours, or ten hours, uh, and 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 I, and I love the fact that they can tell these stories uh, from. Uh, a perspective that's outside of what we usually get when we when we watch films, right? Yeah. Like a two-hour film has to really pack everything in two hours from from starting to ending. But this over here could be told out in a way that's understandable to gamers. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I don't necessarily know if it's a game that I'm going to uh, you know play before another bigger title. Like for instance, if Far Cry Six came out at the same time as this, it would just fall into the backlog. 
Uh, and I would I would probably play Far Cry 6 before it. But that's not to say that the game isn't important and it doesn't tell an amazing story. I, again, very, very yeah. similar to how I feel about um, the medium. The medium is telling again, it, 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 it's 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 not even real survival horror. It, it's it's telling uh, uh, sure the horror elements. Uh, there some people I even consider them. You might even consider them to be terror. Um, mm-hmm. But it's oh, it, it, but it, but it's telling a, a deep story, and it does touch on some s- very serious uh, wor- real world things, especially with children. And it is, uh, it, you know, again, it's it, 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 if you appreciate a well-told story, uh, the medium is definitely a game you should check out. And obviously, this seems like this, like the last stop is is going to be telling a very powerful story. My only question is: Are we playing the game multiple times to get the true ending, or are we are we are we going to learn? Uh, are we going to play each character at a subset time in the game? Yeah, you know, I I don't know that that information, you know, wasn't uh, there. You know, I didn't see that whenever I was researching it. Right. Um, But, you know, my guess is, is that it's probably going to, you know, alternate uh, from one character to the next uh, throughout, you know, throughout the story of the game. Um, Yeah. And and as far as endings, you know, once again, you know, it did not, you know, uh, mention how many endings would be there. I know for Virginia, I think that there was two very different endings. Um, and, and so I think there will be probably at least two or three different endings with this. I'm not sure that's not, you know, that wasn't readily available there. Um, so I'm not completely uh, sure as far as that goes. I, I think it's probably going to take place kind of on a chapter by chapter thing. And Maybe. as the game progresses, you're going to be switching between all three of these different characters to get different perspectives. And there, and, and, and the entire story is interconnected, right? So, you know, whether you're playing, uh, you know, Donna, John, and um, Mina are the three characters that you're going to be playing. And overall, their story is connected around this supernatural crisis that's happening in present uh, day London. Right. Um, so, yeah, I- I'm not sure how exactly, you know, all of that plays out. That wasn't really there. I'm just uh, I'm just, um, you know, theorizing off of what I've seen, what I know variable state has previously done in their games and what I saw you know, from the trailer. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, listen, it, it, it certainly seems very interesting to me. And uh, like I said, if it's interesting to you, let us know in the chat if, if you're into story driven games like that. I mean, obviously, the uh, the tell me why type of titles do have a huge following that that series has a huge following. Uh, and I think that this is going to appeal. I mean, again, it, a game doesn't have to be about like re- like we're watching on screen right now that you're just breaking people's necks and sh- and, and and shooting yeah. up into their pieces. That it, it it can tell a unique story and be told be done in a way where you're actually playing through a movie, which is what this seems like it's going to be doing. But before we get into the ascent, I want to bring up. I want to pause this for a second. Let me just. Uh, run into my my pewter over here and let me just drop that on pause for a hot second and let me go to this this senua picture let me bring up the senua picture okay this this is the picture that everyone that this this is the picture that stopped the internet yesterday uh this was posted by ninja theory uh, and uh, listen, it's a little blurry. I didn't have enough time to get in and, and, and set it up the way I would have set it up if I'm going to use it for the show. But I saw a lot of people talking about it 
on the uh, in the chat. And I and I wanted to address it because obviously this is this is not big enough for a topic per se, but I still think that it's relevant enough for a conversation. And look, it, here's the thing: um, if there is one particular game that everyone is looking for, it's Senua's Saga Hellblade Two for a lot of reasons. Uh, Ninja Theory is, in my opinion one of the finest mocap studios available. The, the, and you, you can challenge me on that. I, I think that the work that they're doing and what they have done in the past is nothing short of groundbreaking. So if we look at Senua here, this is, again, it's not the greatest picture, but it's it, it does tell enough story for me to, to, to make it into a conversation. And I can tell you right now that if this is what the graphics are going to look like, because this could be from a, cu- a cutscene, we don't know. I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, but Zemi, w- w- when you saw this posted, I mean, because you obviously don't like scary games, and I, I still can't mm-hmm. believe you haven't played through Hellblade One. Oh I, no, I have. I have. Oh, you I did. Played, okay. Yeah, I through, yeah. Excellent. And let awesome. me tell you, Lord have mercy, that was creepy. <laughs> it was so creepy, uh, and, and I did it on stream. So I, I had uh, I had friends. So so um, you had support. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. I turned down the volume like a lot because uh, it, it just got, I, and I and I mean the game's not that long. Like Hellblade One, I think is like what like eight hours. Uh, it took me like three or four days to beat that game. I had to take very long breaks in between. It, that was that was uh, that was an experience. Let me tell you. That that's fine. That's funny. That's funny you say that. Okay, so so you 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 played through one. Uh huh. And you beat it. Uh, two is expected to be uh, one uh, d- double in size is yeah. what we're hearing. All right. Yeah. Um, we don't know if it's going to be a more opened up to an RPG-esque adventure. I mean, is it going to be basically Hellblade 1 with newer graphics and a new story? I, I don't think so. I think that this game um, is going to be a much bigger experience. But what 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 are your what are your takeaways from the screenshot posted by Ninja Theory? Well, I mean, hopefully it's not an open world game because that's just more ways for me to get scared, right? There's, there's there's just more places for me not to want to go. Um, and 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 it's a little upsetting how it is double the time because that's you know that's uh, that's more time that I'm gonna have to spend in utter fear. I, I am for sure gonna play it though. Yeah, I mean now now here's the thing. Well, this is obviously meant to be a tease, right? This is obviously meant to be a tease by Ninja Theory to kind of give people, hey, listen, this is what we're doing. You know, um how close do you think this game is, dude? Like uh, we we don't really have. I mean, obviously we saw in, in at the end of 2019, right? 2020 wasn't a good year for everyone. Uh not just Ninja Theory but the entire world. So we don't know how much of the game was backed up. It, 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 I will say that we do have it on good authority that mocap as a whole was basically stopped. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't just gaming. I mean, that was film. That was everywhere because obviously of the pandemic. Um, do we, do you feel that this is potentially one of those um, games that they haven't given a release date that shows up at the end of 2021? Or do you think that this is a 2022 game? Yeah, I mean, it could show up at the end of 2021. I, I, I don't know. I kind of still think it's going to be 2022 early, uh, early in the year 2022, because you know, I, 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 I think that they, I think that they're going to have uh, the the latter, you know, side of this year covered, um, you know, with Halo Infinite, 
with indie games and, and with some other potential surprises that we might have not even you know known about yet. Uh, also, you know, Psychonauts, maybe that's going to, you know, show up towards the, you know, later of the year, maybe, you know, or it might be maybe a summer uh, release this year. Um, but part of me really thinks that it, it is going to be early 2022. Um, but, you know, I don't, I, I, I really don't know. I don't have a, you know, pretty much almost any experience in, in game development, right? I don't know you know, what, what are the telltale signs of seeing a game is almost completed? Um, probably the worst person to be asking this question to. Um, but you know, it does look very, very good. It does look like, you know, we, we should see it on consoles tomorrow kind of thing. Right. Uh, just, just by the pure detail. And, and I mean, look at, look at the hair of like, like the strains of hair. I mean, she for sure needs to wash her hair. Um, <laughs> but, but, you great. know, I mean, it is just so detailed. You, you just see like every single hair and, and it's just, you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, uh, if I was an artist, I'd have probably more things to say about it, but it just looks really realistic, very good. Um, and, and, I, I can't wait to play the game for that reason. Yeah, I agree. I am looking forward to this. Um, I'm going to take down the screen now and, and, and continue, of course, Hive Busters DLC yep. while, uh, while we talk about uh, give you my opinion on this. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, we, we know that they have multiple projects in development, right? We know the horror one, which that's based on uh, you in one uh, flat, which yep. is one apartment. Project Mara. Project Mara, which we know that they're working on. Uh, yeah, you, you never know. You you could play it. You never know. Um, I'm not counting you out just yet. Uh, <laughs> I I, I, st I still think you should play the medium because it's not horror or terror. It's more of a psychic detective with a with, with some you know a strong story and um, and, and a few um, horror. I want to trust you. I really do. But I remember what you did to me on that ship in in uh, the Man <laughs> of Madon game. I remember what you did to me. I, I don't remember. So why don't you inform the audience of what exactly I did to you? Poor Zimmy, poor pitiful Zimmy <laughs> was going around looking for collectibles and 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 Boom told me to go to this table to look at this uh, this paper on this table and I did that. And I was looking at the paper and so I wasn't in third person and 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 then all of a sudden Boom's like Zimmy don't move and i'm like what 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 was happening what's happening and you're like dude that skeleton just grabbed your leg and i'm just sitting there freaking the heck out okay i'm just freaking out oh my god that's funny you know, I, I so, it's almost like teasing your little brother it, it was rather funny <laughs> i don't know if i can trust you <laughs> whenever you say a game's not that scary i don't know if i can trust you man i just don't know well, I mean, listen, I, I I think you what you could do is at least watch some of the trailers of gameplay mm -hmm. and see that it's not horror. It, it, it really isn't. Any anybody in the chat agree with me that it's not really so much horror that it is just really a a, a, a detective story, kind of. I mean, she's not a police officer and she's not a detective by any stretch of the truth, but she does have these psychic powers and um, she does do some things. Uh, you know, that make you go into another world. I mean, there are some chase sequences where you're running for your life and you're hiding and you're holding your breath. Sure. But mm -mm, mm -mm. Um, don't do those. Well, <laughs> I hate being chased in games. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of. Well, yeah. You're just running, really. You know, you're just, you're just sprinting away. And as the thing is trying to grab you, you're, 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 you know, you're ducking out of the way. I, I think you can handle it. That's just my opinion on it. But. You know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but listen, folks, I, I want to get into why I picked The Ascent 
Uh, and I want to bring up the uh, video. And again, I hope I, I don't get a, a, a copyright claim. I, I don't have the music going. So, folks, what I'm going to do is give me a moment to stop this and then restart the ascent. Uh, hold on just a second. Let me go back into here and I will bring up the the ascent right now for you folks. You find folks to see and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, here we go. There we go. Okay, so we're going to play this right now for you, and we'll get into, of course, uh, why I picked this game. Now, listen, the one thing that I'm a big fan of, and I have been since I was playing on PlayStation 2, was um, games like Diablo. Like, I never played Diablo 1 and 2. Like, I, I just didn't because I don't, I don't really play on PC. But I did play... Games like uh, Champions of Norath on the like the PlayStation Two, uh, and you know what's crazy is that Mrs. Boomstick. Those are two of her favorite games of all time. We played those games for freaking hours. Like she's she's a big into the dragon Dungeons and Dragons kind of a thing. She doesn't play D and D, but she's into that mythology. She likes the wizard characters, uh, and uh, obviously that's what she always picks. So we're looking forward to Diablo uh, Four whenever that releases. But this game is, you know, if now you're you're seeing the same screen that I'm se- I'm seeing, right? And 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 mm-hmm. whether you know it or not, Zemi, and I and I think this is really super important. Is if you don't know who Neon Giant is, I hear you. I hear you because I didn't know who Neon Giant was. Um, but did you also know that there are a team of eleven people that that game that you, that, that 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 game that you're seeing on the screen right now? was done by 11 developers that are a part of Neon Giant. That is unbelievable. The fact that they could do a game within the cyberpunk world, because that's really what it is, Mm -hmm. uh, is crazy. And it's four-player co-op. It does tell a story. It's a full-on RPG. Uh, You can um, do everything from designing the color of your hair to your armor to your perks to the weapons you use. I mean, it is a true true diablo clone in the best way possible um and uh, what's uh you know besides obviously it's being developed by neon giant but it's being published by curve digital basically the ascent is set on a world of vels and it's spelled v-e-l-e-s where corporations own various districts playing an intrude worker you go about your daily task until the uh, mega corporation known as the ascent group collapses this opens up a power vacuum as criminals and other corporations try to seize control. And here are some of the things that is interesting. And 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 this is where it gets like 11. Are you sure 11 people did this? It can be played uh, by a single player, which is dope. But it can also be played up to four player co-op. Uh, the Ascent runs, and this is where it gets crazy, 4K60 on the Xbox Series X. That's pretty epic, man. I mean, from a team of 11 people? Wow. Um, They're also currently experimenting, adding ray tracing to the mix. Uh, And there are augmentations to alter your character and play style. For example, you can deck your character with weapons or, 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 or slim them down for a stealthy-based play style. Like, there's actually stealth on top of you shooting the hell out of everything in front of you. Uh, the world is designed to be roamed freely with an emphasis on verticality, which is crazy because you really don't get that in, like, Diablo. The levels are not randomly generated. 
just enemy placements are. So you're always going to have, uh, you know, around a new corner, you, the corner that you just passed may or may not have an enemy, which is kind of cool. And it says he uh, says here also the developer Neon Giant has shared some of additional gameplay footage alongside, which is what you're watching right now, Zemi. You yes. are one of the biggest cyberpunk fans. I, I don't know if you're as big as my brother. My brother has officially uh, put over 500 hours into cyberpunk. He has officially gotten all of the endings uh, that he wanted, including the secret one. Um, for you, as someone that truly enjoyed and probably is still enjoying cyberpunk to some extent, how excited are you for this new, different way into the cyberpunk universe? Okay, so, I mean, straight up, you can't look at this game without seeing quality, right? This game may not be for you, um, and, and I hear you, but you cannot look at this game without seeing quality, especially whenever, you know, a, a team of 11 people made this, right? Um, for me personally, I am not a big isometric RPG, um, you know, fan. You know, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Diablo. I can already hear the boos coming now. Um so, so the ascent is not high, <laughs> super high up on my list of games that I want to play. Um, but after saying that, I can definitely see why so many people are excited about this game, right? Um, to me, you know, the isometric games just don't really allow for a high level, um, you know, of immersion uh, that I look for in games, right? I just feel a little bit too distant away from my character. Um, and, 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 and I just don't feel that very high level of immersion that I really, really love to feel whenever I play uh, a multitude of games, but especially RPGs. Um, and I think that that's a big reason why, why it's not super high up on my list. Not saying I'm not going to play it. Um, it's just, I, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to play it for more than, you know, one or two hours without having the, the, the need to move on to something else. Um, but the graphics look absolutely fantastic, especially whenever you consider, um, 11 people made it. Um, and one thing that this game does that really does have me looking at it has me, you know, interested in probably potentially jumping into it, uh, depending on what else comes out around the same time is, you know, the, 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 the additions that they're bringing to this genre, right? I've played Diablo. I've played other games like Diablo, but this game seems to be doing so many other things uh, differently and new. Um, for instance, you know, you mentioned verticality. I, I watched that same video that, you know, you were just showing up on screen. And during a section of it, um, one of the female character, the player character, the female, uh, she's actually ducked in behind cover and yes. shooting over cover. I have never seen that in in a Diablo like um, you know style game, right? I, I haven't. Uh, I'm not saying that this, you know it's it's new. I don't know if it's new. I don't. I'm not super familiar with this. With this, no. As a matter genre. of fact, if you watch the video, they actually talk about that. How there is a cover. There's an organic cover system, meaning that your character can duck and yes. can shoot over cover, and enemies that, can do fact, it too. Yeah, yes, they can. They absolutely yeah. can. And you know something? That is something you I don't think I've I've personally ever seen mm -hmm. in a Diablo type game, whether that be in uh the actual Diablo itself or games that are made or built just like it. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, so like I'm I'm you know, the 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 actual shooting mechanics and stuff, like you know, going blowing things up, you know, having your you know uh big character that's specced out to 
um, just run in there and just blow crap up. That looks absolutely fun. Like I saw, you know, a guy like leaping up in the air and smashing down and, you know, blowing up, you know, like a couple of enemies to, you know, uh, bits. Um, you know, that type of stuff looks really, really cool. The story has me interested. The graphics, yes. The only little thing that just has me, you know, not as interested as, as what I want to be is the isometric uh, perspective. That's the mm. only thing that that really has me on the edge about this game. I'm for sure going to try it, um, but I'm I don't know if uh, if I'll be able to get past the the per, uh, you know the perspective of the game. That's that's the only thing that's holding me back from being um, on your excitement level. I mean, look, I, I I'll say this, uh, you know. Not every game is for every gamer, but I think that what, why, I, again, we have to bring Game Pass into the conversation. Uh, not, not because it's the greatest thing, not only because it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Not, not because it gives the Xbox gamer the best value in gaming that, that we've ever seen. Like I said, we're, we're, we're a bunch of spoiled MFs. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now, because when you look at games big and small, and this one being a small game, it's made by 11 people. A lot of people don't even know who the hell Neon Giant Games is. Now, I'm like, I never heard of them. I, some people may, may not even have heard of Curve Digital, who is publishing this game, for that matter. But what I love about what we're going to potentially get over the, the course of the next few years is because of games, because of Game Pass, Emmy, this is a game you don't have to buy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, obviously, okay, you, you like the the aesthetics. You know, you, you like the gunplay. You like the RPG aspect. But you're not a big fan of the isometric uh, views. But you know something? Because it has all of these compelling things that you do like, and because it's day and date in Xbox Game Pass, this might be a game that turns it around for you. Like, you might, you might enjoy the banter. Uh, you, it's like you, you may not find the game as great single player, but if you, you, me, let's say Insipid Ghost and Mr. Badbit all decide one one Thursday evening that we're just going to play the F out of this game mm -hmm. and, we, and we can play this game in four-player co-op, and, and th th now we start talking a different conversation because even though it's maybe not your first genre to go to, you might be like, wow, you know what? I, I, I had so much fun. I want to come back to this. And you didn't have to spend a dime other than your monthly subscription. I think that in itself is a big deal. Yeah, I think I think that's a huge win for for you know this uh, this type of games and just games in general, right? Because you know the way that I feel about isometric games is the way that somebody else feels about first person shooters or uh, RPGs in general, or you know whatever it may be, you know, or games like um, The Last Stop, like you know Life is Strange, or, or or you know so you know so on and so forth, right? And 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 that's one of the greatest advantages of Game Pass is that. You know, I can jump into this game, try it out, see if I enjoy it. Uh, because, you know, I am on the fences. If if this game was releasing for 30, 40, 50, 60 bucks, honestly, you know how it would have, you know, a long time ago, um, I would have probably, I probably wouldn't buy it, right? But because it is in Game Pass, I will be able to try it out. And and you might, you know, 100% be right, right? I, I might fall into the story, you know, uh, fall in love with the story, fall in love with the gameplay and absolutely, or just absolutely love playing at co-op with friends. Um, 
but if it wasn't for Game Pass, I would probably have never uh, tried out the game. And 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 we see this with all sorts of games, not just the Ascent. We see this with all sorts of games and all sorts of genres. It just depends on who you are as the player, right? Um, so huge advantage that it will be in the Game Pass. Yeah, absolutely. Real quick, our brother Smitty Smith drops an outstanding and very generous $5 super chat and says, The Ascent reminds me of Cyberpunk meets Total Recall. Oh, that's a good, that, that's yeah. a... Yeah, that's a great opinion. Well, Absolutely. Just just to add this in as well is what I see the ascent doing is like, you know, the, the ascent is doing to isometric um, RPGs like Diablo to what, you know, cyberpunk did to first person RPGs like, you know, like Bethesda Skyrim or Fallout. Right. Um, and I find that really, really interesting how it's two cyberpunk games that that are really pushing the genre forward and adding in new gameplay elements that previously weren't in RPG uh, style games. That's very true. Yes, yeah. th that is very true. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's what I love about Microsoft and what they're doing. Um, they are giving us as gamers and I hold on, fuck, I'm going to stop this and I'm going to then reshare the, uh, the video of uh, the, the hive busters. I mean, let's start that up again. Hold on. We go. Gotcha. Okay, folks, there you go. Let's continue on with Hive Busters. Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy... Uh, first of all, I, I want to say this, and, and I really want to get the opinion of, of, of the chat, because obviously, you know, again, this was launched as a 12-part limited series, right? We're, we're already through week, you know, the first four episodes. Um, and of course, you know, if we don't have an audience, I mean, well, then we have nothing to talk about. I, I'm interested to get the people's opinion. And, and we'll do that. When, and, and obviously, we'll continue talking about some stuff as well that have come across the uh, the desk. Um, is this type of show something you're into? You know, we have almost 200 people here. Uh, a lot of them are tuning in because obviously they enjoy, you know, you the conversations we have. But do you, do you want this type of uh, of programming to continue for this particular show, or do you want it to be a news program, just a smaller dose of news, where in, you know, like the Xbox Factor podcast on Thursday, where we talk about three and four topics here, we just talk about particular games. I, I'm interested to know because I, I I like the idea of this show. I don't know if the idea is going to hit with people. And again, obviously, I have done many, many things on YouTube that have failed. Um, so it's, you know, oh, Master Clowns X, uh, X3 drops of <laughs> Master Clowns. You are a very generous uh, a member of the community. Thank you so much. He drops an outstanding $20. Good afternoon, Boom and company. Love this topic. Enough said. Well, thank you, dude. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm looking. I, I'm looking forward to doing things uh, on this particular show, just a little bit different, because everyone could talk about news. And, and you know something, I, 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 I don't mind doing it, but I think that that I have enough programming to give you, the audience, enough news. Whether we're talking about something going on at PlayStation, something happening at Xbox. Now, granted, if there's something like, let's say, for instance, Zemi, when we woke up this morning, mm -hmm. they bought Capcom. Well, you know, obviously, the, the show that we had written is going to go into the in, 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 into the shitter, so to speak, and we're going to be talking about that. But I, I, I like getting back to talking about games. I hope that you do. And I'll say this: uh, our DMs are open. 
right? Zemi and I DMs are open. We love interacting with the community. If there's a particular upcoming title that you want us to cover, hit us up in the DM before the show goes live. I mean, obviously, you need to give us a couple of days to do the research and get all the information. But if there's a particular game... Uh, even if it's a big one, like if you wanted to talk, if you wanted us to, you know, spend uh, half an hour talking about what we, you know, our excitement for Halo, we'll do it. But we you know that that's that's what community interaction is is really all about, and we hope that you will continue to support this show. But you know, obviously, one of these smaller topics, and again, I, I could have saved this for um, you know the Xbox Factor podcast with with Halo celebrating its 20th year anniversary uh you're going to get some wacky uh crossovers and we've seen one that i put that was posted uh on uh and i and i sent it to you zemi as well uh elon musk obviously we know who that guy is yeah. billionaire um he 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 makes Tels- uh, t- tesla uh very very unique vehicles some are very strange uh there there, there was a conversation between him and xbox where we might see a warthog come into real life and he mm-hmm. might be making it. Uh, that is strange for sure. Uh, I, I, I got news for you. I, I never thought that would be come to fruition, but w- w- the question yeah. I have for you, Sam, <clears throat> is would you, would you buy a warthog? <laughs> would, I, would I buy a warthog? No, I would not buy a warthog. Uh, I don't think, uh, I, you know, but, but I will say this. I love this type of stuff. This type of marketing, I absolutely love. I find hilarious. And, and it's just so tr- you know attractive as me as a consumer. It really gets me into the mood to buy uh, you know, Halo things or to watch the Halo uh, TV show or to play the next Halo game, whatever, whatever it may be. Or you know, I might buy like a small little uh, um, um, you know, uh, replica of, uh, of, of a warthog, but I, I most certainly am not going to buy like the full vehicle. I would um, love to, I, I'd love to drive around, uh, the new, new Rochelle, New York in the snow in a warthog. I think that would, would be you? so freaking, yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be awesome. It'd be kind of expensive though. It would. Um, but you know, I, I do like this type of marketing. We saw it before with Xbox making those refrigerators and sending them to influencers, right? Yeah. Um, you know, to kind of you know, in some ways, making fun of themselves, you know, um, with the whole refrigerator meme that was uh, popular there for a little bit. Um, I love this type of stuff, and uh, and I hope something uh, you know does uh, does come out of it uh, in in some way, some shape, some form. Yeah, I mean, look again. We're going to start seeing it uh, as we get closer. I think. I think once we hit June, um, we are going to see the marketing really ramp up for Halo Infinite. Um, I, I, I like the uh, the the monthly updates that they're doing. Uh, I don't necessarily think that they need to do that personally. Oh, look! Oh my, my whole team is down. Holy cow! <laughs> um, another up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I think this is you, this is a unique thing. Do I think it's it going to really happen? Well, I don't know, but I would love to see what a real warthog made by, uh, Elon Musk looks like, to be honest. I, I, I really would. Um, uh, but listen again, we're closing in on the hour. This show is only meant to be an hour long. And obviously we hit the two topics and we actually talked about the extra, uh, Senua topic, which I, 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 I cannot wait for Hellblade 2. Uh, I'm probably going to play through Hellblade 1 again before I can uh, before I play uh, 2 just to uh, ref, you know refamiliarize myself with the with the lore because I, I played it a while ago. Actually, I first played it on the PlayStation and of course I, I played through it and I'm, I think I'm missing one achievement, which is 
aggravating as f uh for the for, to, to get the full um the full 1000 uh did you did you go back and uh you, did you play through it once zemi or multiple times to get yeah I, I i think once was uh was enough was more me. than enough for you <laughs> yeah it was enough for me um no i mean look i absolutely loved the game i thought it was fantastic a tremendous amount of fun um i also thought it was creepy i also did not like getting chased by the big fire monster um, or or the jump scare, <laughs> the, the little jump scares that would happen whenever I went through a doorway and then big demon man was sitting there with a sword um, and, and all the creepy whispering. I think once was good. Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't think I need to go for a second time. Uh, I, I'll play Hellblade 2, though. Okay, well, that's good to know. Master Clowns blesses me once again with an additional $20 super chat and says, throw another round of appreciation. Well, dude... Thank you so much. You don't you don't have to you don't have to, but I definitely appreciate it, brother. It, your generosity is, is is just incredible. Listen, folks, uh, this has been again a smaller uh, you know show that is meant to talk about two games, uh, and I'm very interested to know what your, your what your thoughts and feelings are of the of this new series. Again, it is limited for now. We're going to do twelve episodes, and uh, then we're going to reevaluate it. Uh, at the end of uh, April, uh, I believe that's when we're going to be running into February, March. Yeah, we we should run into we should run into uh, the uh, the the first week or so of April. And again, if it if, if it's hitting, if if I'm getting the views and people are, are turning in and they're they're enjoying the content, then we will continue it. Uh, but we and we may add new stuff. You know, but if you have thoughts and uh, opinions about this new series added to Double Barrel Gaming, please DM me. Uh, be polite. Uh, otherwise, I'll just delete it because obviously I get some really wacky messages that, you know, I, I try to respond to everybody. But if you're, you know, an a-hole, well, then you're not going to get any, you're not going to get any play from me because there's no reason to, you know, to do that, especially when Zemi and I and, and many, many, many millions of content creators go out of their way to provide content. You, you at least got to be fair. Uh, you know, the way that you, you know, you talk to people. But with that said, Semi Games, why don't you tell everyone where they could reach out to you, potentially strike up a conversation, and more importantly, tell everyone about the Constant Gamer website you got going on, some of the things you've been doing with it, and a few of the quizzes that are really popular with the folks. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so basically, the the main place to just kind of check out and see everything that I'm doing uh, right now is uh, constantgamer.com. It's uh, you know my website. We you know have a handful of writers. Boom is a writer. Um, you know, and we have a we have a you know uh, two three other uh, guys that write for us as well. And it's basically just a gaming news and uh, review website like IGN, like Kotaku, like GameSpot. Um, the only difference is that we do try to stay more objective, more factual, and, and we try not to mix, you know, what what is actually happening with what we want to happen. Right? We we really separate opinion uh, opinions from facts, uh, which a lot of you know gaming uh, media just kind of tends not to do anymore. Um, so we're you know we're really excited about ConstantGamer.com. I think it's a, it's a great site. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, um, you know, uh, a very important site to have, uh, at least, you know, in, in gaming media to maybe exit from uh, some of the console wars and tribalism that goes on and, and just stay factual what actually happened. 
Um, but in addition to gaming news and reviews and that type of stuff, we also do have a community section uh, where we do fun quizzes for the community. Uh, Boom, he posted a Resident Evil quiz that uh, is a lot of fun. Um, and I posted a Elder Scrolls quiz and we're going to have more quizzes coming to the site uh, soon. I think I'm going to be doing a Mass Effect quiz. I think Boom was talking about doing a Resident, another Resident Evil quiz. Um, it's just a fun little site to, to check out. Uh, and then from the site, up in the top right-hand corner of the site, you can find links to all of our socials. You can click on the link, go to our YouTube channel, uh, go to our um, uh, our our, our, twi um, our Twitter panel or Twitter Twitter page. Lord have mercy, I can't speak. Boom, help me. <laughs> um, yeah, and you can just see, find all of our socials there. And if you are someone who's you know might be interested in writing for a gaming news website, um, feel free to you know click on the uh, contact us page and send in a small little application with uh, with a writing sample of yours. And I'll definitely be in touch uh, to get you on the team to write for the site. Oh well, great stuff as always. And yes, definitely check out constantgamer.com. Uh, I, I think that it is. Uh, it's a small site for now. I think there's some big things coming for Zemi and that particular site. And I'd love to see the support from the community, especially when you're getting, again, you can go anywhere to read about gaming, but we know the places to stay away from. And uh, unfortunately, we've seen the Kotaku's and the IGN's and the GameSpot's and a few of the other bigger sites uh, just really let down the community with the way that they do their their writing. Uh, they, unfortunately, they, I understand it's a business, but mm. they sometimes take it too far and they go out of their way to dump on one a box or another. And uh, and 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 I don't like. That's why I stay away from journalism. There are, there are sites obviously I use uh, for for my my you know uh, content creation, but I, I like their writers. I like the you know and I trust them. Whereas I don't, I completely lost trust and faith in a lot of the ones I just mentioned. And you know, what I love about what Zemi's doing over there is he's get he's gathering a group of writers that are going to talk about uh, gaming, about what's fun about gaming, and 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 keep to facts instead of opinions. Opinions like are like you know what everyone has one. <clears throat> well, I, I like the way that he's doing his site, and I, I think you would as well. So definitely check out Constant Gamer. Dot com and everyone i want to thank you so much for tuning in to this small new program new addition to of course double barrel gaming if you're new to the channel of course i say welcome and please consider subscribing if you are here already and subscribe please consider hitting that like button it really really does help navigate the algorithms of YouTube, and obviously the more likes, the better you, I'm going to be able to get my stuff into this algorithm and, and obviously grow the channel. Uh, we are currently 2,600 subs away from 10K. Uh, that's, for me, it seems like a lifetime. I know we're early in the year, and I would like to uh, wholeheartedly think I'm going to hit 10K by the end of the year. Uh, that's my goal. Uh, if I only hit 10K by the end of 2021, it is going to be a big, big deal for me because that means that I will have hit that in under four years. And that and that's hard to do on YouTube. So if you are new, please consider subscribing. And of course, I'll close out the sh today's show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me. And I think now more than ever, it's super important. Treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Xbox One-on-One. -on -One.